What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a JMIE, your 781st favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And I am giving myself a happy, 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 happy birthday. That's right. By the time this is dropped, it will have been the day after my birthday. And I want to thank everybody who celebrated it with me, who wished me happy birthday, who just showed me the love and support of everything that I've done for the year. And just thank you all from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot. Um, today we are bringing you another episode of Wipe That Smark Off Your Face. That's right, it's the Pro Wrestling Theme Podcast brought to you by the Nerd Pool Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about the WWE Royal Rumble that is coming up in two weeks as we will be seeing 30 superstars vying for a chance to headline WrestleMania. That's right, it's the road to WrestleMania starting with the Royal Rumble as it does every year. But this year there is a big, big, big history-making moment as we're going to be having the first ever women's Royal Rumble match. That's right. The females are getting their very first 30, 30 woman over the top rope battle Royal to see who goes on to WrestleMania to challenge for their respective women's championship. And as the, as the Royal Rumble always does, it produces debuts. It reduces returns. It re- produces legends coming back for one big fleeting moment. And we're going to sure to have some of those this year. So today I'm going to give you my 10 rumored and wishful thinking of Royal Rumble entrances that I wish could happen and some that are pretty much probably going to happen. Um, I'm going to be doing it for the men and women's together. I'm not going to do a separate list. I'm going to do 10 of them. So you're going to get five apiece, which is, again, some of the ones that I wish would happen and some of the ones that we pretty much think are going to happen So let's just hop right in as we go in no particular order to the first male contestant of the day, which is going to be, I think, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy got injured back in early fall, late summer. Um, They said he was going to be out, and I think the Royal Rumble was probably be the time to bring him back. The question is, will we get Jeff Hardy or will we get Brother Nero as his brother Jeff, or excuse me, his brother Matt Hardy has recently become Woken Matt Hardy which is a play off the broken Matt Hardy character that he played in TNA and on the independent circuit. And Brother Nero was Jeff Hardy's counterpart to that. Um, They have a very special teaming. It's a very weird and and great character. I love the character of Brother Nero, the way they talk, act, the way they play off each other. It just works. But the WWE originally planned for Broken or Woken Matt Hardy to go do his thing and Jeff Hardy to go be pushed into the main event scene because Jeff Hardy has always been the bigger of the two, the more popular of the two Hardy brothers. And I don't think that that is going to change pretty much. I think they're going to still put Jeff out there to be a main eventer and let broken or woken Matt Hardy, however you want to call him, kind of build up a little bit more to see if he's ready on that main event. But I do think Jeff Hardy will be coming back in this. And he'll get a big pop because the Royal Rumble crowd are not just the casual wrestling fans that go to a normal pay-per-view or go to Raw or SmackDown. You get fans from all over the world. No wrestlers from Japan, from the UK, from Mexico, from Canada, all the names that a lot of people may not have heard of. You get those kinds of fans at the big events, and I think it'll get a big pop because people love Jeff Hardy for his death-defying and risk-taking style of wrestling. But moving on, we're going to get to our first female contestant which i think is going to make a return and that is going to be caitlin caitlin or celeste bonin as she is uh officially known as her name caitlin was a former wwf wwe women's champion or divas champion 
She was a powerhouse. She's a former fitness model. She's very athletic in the ring. She was the best friend of AJ Lee. And she, I loved her when she was in WWE. I, I loved her. I thought she was just gorgeous. And I loved the way she moved. I loved the way she talked. And that's nothing just sexual. It's the fact that she was good in the ring. And I thought she really grew as a sports entertainer and a wrestler and a performer in her short time in the WWE. And I think it would be cool to see her come back for one more major run or just a one-off. Um, she has been, if you follow her on Instagram or Twitter, she has been doing some pro wrestling again. She's not doing it in a show worthy, but she's back in the ring and she's been training for a surprise event. And I think that this is probably going to be what, what she's talking about. And I think she's going to make a, a return in the Royal Rumble match, which I think will be a, a really cool pop and a cool moment for her to return she's struggled this past year with some personal stuff um i'm not really going to get into but as a fan from a fan standpoint i would love to see her come in i've always thought she was just beautiful and gorgeous and very athletic very muscular very toned very fit and to see her come back would be cool even if it's just for a one-off appearance uh that's that would be just for me in general would be a big big thing uh moving on to the next men's I believe it could be Ricochet. Ricochet, if you don't know, um, he on the independent scene, he's known as Ricochet, or you might know him from Lucha Underground as Prince Puma. He is one of the most athletic and charismatic stars on the indie circuit. He's one of the biggest names out there in professional wrestling that's not in the WWE, and he's been on the WWE's radar for so long that they have wanted him, but they couldn't because of Lucha Underground and because of this and because of that. Lucha Underground has not been renewed for a fourth season, so with them not being renewed, I don't know if his contract is still up for debate or not or if he can still do it. But if he if he is a free agent, I fully intend to see him in the Royal Rumble. And the question is going to be is can he be on the main roster right away or should he go through NXT? NXT is probably the best bet for him simply because on the main roster, it's really hard for a guy to come in on an, an indie guy to come in and just make a name fully. AJ Styles did it, but AJ Styles was is a different animal than Ricochet. Ricochet is incredible. If you have not seen any of his matches, go see uh, his match against Will Ospreay from last year, and you will see how incredible of an athlete he is and how acrobatic he is. And he is he has charisma. He's good on the mic, and he would fit well into the WWE in my opinion, I, but I feel that I, I'm scared that with him, they might try to tone him down, but with the crowd that's at the Royal Rumble, he would get a tremendous, tremendous pop, and it would be a big coup for any pro wrestling fan, any pro wrestling fan, not just a WWE fan, to see Ricochet actually on the WWE screen, kind of like an AJ Styles did, so I think we there's a chance we could see him. Moving on next to the women's, I believe we're going to end up seeing I think it's it's going to happen. I think we're going to end up seeing Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus is rumored for it. And for her being one half of the first two women to ever main event Raw and one of the, the pioneers of women's wrestling the way it is now, um, before it became just strictly lingerie model, she was a fitness model. She's a multiple-time women's champion. She just had a baby, so I don't know if she's actually going to be ready to go i don't know if she is possibly ready to go but i think it would be a big coup to see her in the women's rumble um she could you could see that reignited feud with mickey james pop up or just have her there as that big name pop that that the women's are going to need because apparently there's going to be nine nxt stars the rest of them are going to be split out between raw and smackdown the women's division isn't that it isn't really that deep 
when it come in on the main roster on Raw and SmackDown. They're not that deep. There's about six or seven apiece. So you're going to need to fill it, and why not fill it with some legends, and why not fill it with one of the greatest legends in women's wrestling of the modern era, and that is Trish Stratus. I'm pretty sure, I, I think we'll see her there, but it, it's kind of a long shot, but it would be nice to see. Moving on to the next, to the men's, I think we're going to see the return of Big Cass. Um, Big Cass tore his knee earlier this year and had an issue I don't remember if it was his knee or his quad, but he had an issue with his leg. And he's been out for months, and it's about time for him to return. He might not be cleared just yet, but why not? Since he was going to get this major push anyway, and Vince has always been so high on Big Cass, why not bring him out in the Rumble and have him have a great showing? Um, I believe that I believe Big Cass has what Vince is looking for. He's, he's a big guy. He's... Kayfabe, seven foot tall. He's about six nine, six ten, I believe is what he said. Um, he's almost three hundred pounds. He's he's in good shape. He's got long hair. He's a good looking guy. He's what Vince McMahon wants. Vince McMahon had big plans for him before he got injured, and I don't think that's going to change. He's a little green, but Vince has always been able to take somebody who's green and make him a star. Look at Braun Strowman as a big hit with that. So I, I fully intend. I think Cass will return at the Royal Rumble if he does. Look for him to make a big big statement I, he's not going to win it if he returns but i think he'll make a big splash to kind of give him a big return and i wouldn't doubt that he comes in with enzo Amores in there to kind of just renew that a little bit just to get the um just to get his wheels back greased and moving again and just to see where it stands there uh moving on to the next woman um lita lita was the other half of the first women with Trish that ever main evented Raw, a multiple-time women's champion. She has been in the she was in the WWE for many many years. She went through the incarnation with the Hardy Boys, and with then with Matt Hardy, and then with Edge. Afterwards, she did some great stuff. Lita has always been very athletic. She's always been one of the most popular divas ever, if you want to call it divas. One of the most popular female wrestlers of all time, and she was a big proponent of moving women's wrestling forward and proving that women can do. Anything men can do in the ring. She was doing moonsault. She was doing high flying. When most women, you know, at that time weren't doing that and they didn't think they would be doing that, she was doing a great job of it. And she really broke down a lot of barriers for women in that aspect to where you see it now more frequently than you did then. And you have people like Bailey and and Sasha Banks and these women that grew up watching them, I think would be a it would be a, a, a big thing for them just to be able to at least have that match with them. If they don't have, it's not a full match, you know. In the Rumble, she could be protected. I know she's had some neck issues, so would she be medically cleared? But in this, she could be protected enough to where she could do some things and not really be overly done and risk being injured that bad. So I think that could be a very big possibility. Moving on next to the men is, is Matt Riddle. Um, I don't think we're going to see Matt Riddle. I really don't. I don't think Matt Riddle is gonna gonna be in it, but I would love to see it. Matt Riddle is a former UFC fighter, former MMA fighter, who left MMA and became a pro wrestler. And in a short time, I think he's been doing it four years, five years, something like that. In a very short time, has come a long way. He's picked up the psychology. Great. He's good on the mic. He's charismatic. He's very athletic. He's a legit shooter, and it works for him so well. And I. Fully think that in the WWE, he could make a big splash. He's cocky. He's cool. He's bad. He's arrogant. And it fits him so perfectly. Um, 
He's not opposed to bashing the UFC, so I don't think he's going back to MMA. On the independent scene, he's one of the biggest independent wrestlers out there right now. He has won titles everywhere he has went. Matt Riddle is a big name. And if you're looking for a little bit of legitimacy in this reality era, as they're kind of dubbing it, he's what you need. But he would be, Matt Riddle would would fit better in NXT first off to get his bearings on how the WWE does it because his style isn't exactly a WWE style. It's a little different. It's a little more shooterish. It's a little more indious. And you have to kind of transition him into being a WWE superstar instead of being a professional wrestler. But for me personally, it would be a big, big pop to see Matt Riddle come in. We're moving on right now. Um, the next woman I think is Karma. Karma is with Awesome Kong in TNA. Um, you might know her. If, her name's Kia Stevens. You might know her from the Netflix show Glow, where she played the welfare queen. She is a legitimately trained professional wrestler. She is very good. At what she's doing. And some of her matches with Gail Kim are some of the best uh, female wrestling that you've you've seen in a long, long time. She is a legit badass, legit ring general. And she had some bad runs when she came over to the WWE. Um, she got pregnant. She lost her child. I don't want to go too much into more of that. But she's had issues stemming from that. And it, it, it just derailed all of her. She made a one-off appearance in a Royal Rumble. And she was only the second uh, woman to ever do that. And it, it was it was a big deal, and I think for her coming back for this would be cool to just give her that one one more shot, you know, that one more big send off that she could have as being the badass, and it'd be a perfect way to kind of to have Nia Jax not win the match. Um, Nia Jax being the monster in the women's division right now, she's very tall. She's a, a bigger woman, and she is supposed to be the monster division. Well, if you want to protect her. In this kind of match, the best way to do it would be to have her be out there dominating, you know, eliminating people and just looking dominant. Then you hear that boom, boom from um, Karma's music and Karma enter. And then the stare down, you know, with just them staring at each other would get a huge, huge pop from the pro wrestling community. And then to have them go back and forth for just a minute, just them in the ring, let everybody else be on the ground or whatever. Have them go back and forth, back and forth. And have them eliminate each other would be a a way to get Nia out of the match without looking weak would give Karma something a one big one more big moment in the WWE if they don't decide to bring her back which I, I doubt they would but it would be for me personally would be really fun really cool as you can see I'm, I'm a huge wrestling fan and a lot of this stuff is just my personal opinions on things but I think it would be a really cool statement for that to happen and I, I hope that it ends up happening Next on the men's list, I was torn here because there's two people that I think could very well, very well come back in this. Okay, um, so I'm gonna put them both. It's my thing. It's mine. I'm gonna gonna do it. Um, Chris Jericho and Rey Mysterio, both former world champions. Chris Jericho just coming off a New Japan match at Wrestle Kingdom 12 against Kenny Omega in one is gonna be considered match of the year it's going to be a candidate for that no matter what matches go down incredible heel work from chris jericho in that to where he doesn't have to be the wwe pg he doesn't have to be the pg era chris jericho he went back to a monster heel he's slapping people he's cursing he's flipping off crowds and he did a phenomenal job against a white hot baby face um kenny omega who normally plays the heel which was kind of strange in this but Chris Jericho put him over. Chris Jericho and, and Kenny Omega had a hell of a match. And then the next day, he Jericho attacks Naito. 
So a lot of people are saying that how is he going to do that? He's not he's not under contract with WWE. He's not under contract. He can do it, but if they call him, he'll show up at the Rumble. And with him possibly missing Mania, I think this might be his big send off. You know, for this, um, it would be cool to see him in the Rumble again because seeing Chris Jericho is always fun. He's one of the greatest performers that's ever performed in the wrestling business, and he's going to be considered one of the greatest of all time. He's on my Mount Rushmore um, just from his in-ring ability, his promo ability, his ability to able to um, evolve his character over time, whether he's a heel or a face, he's just done a great job. His co on that is Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is a former world champion in WWE. He's been in Lucha Underground. He's wrestled in AAA. He's done independent stuff since leaving WWE. There was kind of a, a squash on creative, I think, is the reason he left originally. But there's been talks of him coming back. He's always had a good relationship with him. And he is the quintessential babyface. I don't think Ray Mysterio, he's probably the only Pirates I ever know who never really had a heel run. In professional wrestling, even if they tried to make him seem heelish, he was always liked. Rey Mysterio has always been the underdog type that people just loved. He he's very he's very good in the ring. He, forefathers of lucha libre style in uh, America, in WCW and in ECW, and he is just incredibly gifted. And again, one of the most popular superstars that the WWE ever had. And them come bringing him back for the Royal Rumble would would be a big coup. And I, th- I think it's probably going to end up happening. I really intend, think he'll show up if he doesn't stick around. If just for that one-off, just to add some star power to the men's, um, the men's Royal Rumble match, and also just to give fans a little bit of a what if he's going to win. Because if he does show up, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit past him being put in the Final Four, just to kind of give it that what if factor and that wow factor. And so, will he show up? I don't know, but I think him and Jericho are more likely than the most of the guys that are on this list. Uh, moving on to our last women's Royal Rumble entrance, as I think this is pretty much going to happen. They haven't said it because I think they want it to be a surprise. And that is the former UFC women's bantamweight champion, the former pound-for-pound pound baddest female on the planet, Ronda Rousey. That's right, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. I don't know if she's still in a contract with UFC. I don't know if she's officially retired. If she's retired, then the contract doesn't work. But the WWE says they are in talks with her. That's what Triple H has said. I know she has been training professional wrestling with uh, her friend Shayna Baszler, with Brian Kendrick, who's an incredible ring veteran. He's been training her, and she's wanted to do this for a while. If she comes in, she's winning the Rumble. I think if, if, if Ronda Rousey comes into the Royal Rumble, I believe it's going to come down to her and Asuka. And I think they're going to set up for her to take on Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania because Charlotte Flair is probably the best uh, technical wrestler in the women's division right now in the WWE. She is an incredible athlete, and I think her and Ronda would have a great match. Ronda wouldn't. Ronda would have to carry her own, but I think Charlotte could carry the match enough to make Ronda look great. Ronda's still green, so if they thrust her into that, it's one of the things: is can she can she swim with the big dogs if she needs to be? She is a legitimate crossover star. She's been in multiple movies. She has multiple movies that are coming. She's a former MMA fighter, so she's a legit shooter and a legit badass, and people will take her seriously. And whenever Ronda goes into something, she goes into it 110%. Like, she doesn't go into it half-cocked or half-assed. Ronda goes into it to be the best at what she does. And with that being said, she could, if she puts her heart and soul into professional wrestling, could end up being one of the best women that's ever stepped foot in a wrestling ring only time will tell um i'm pretty sure she's going to be there it's been rumored forever and 
if if they bring in Ronda Rousey, she's not going to be an NXT star. So they're going to put her on the main roster right then, right there, because she is just that big of a name. And the question is, would it be a legitimate run, or would it be just a one-off through WrestleMania? We don't know. The time will be able to tell. But I, I fully intend to see Ronda Rousey come into the Royal, Women's Royal Rumble, and I fully intend for her to win it. Um, I believe she's the favorite right now. I think her and Oscar are the two favorites to win the Royal Rumble. But we'll see. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, there are a few people out there um, who I would like to put on this list. You know, your Kenny Omegas. Your I'd love to see Cody Rhodes come back. Uh, there's just people out there like that, these big-name stars that – aren't they're not going to happen like like they're just legitimately not going to happen i'd love them to and i know this is fantasy booking but i tried to at least put the fantasy of some who could actually be cody's not going back right now kenny omega's just signed it re-signed with new japan he's making money and he said himself he wants to bring new japan into the mainstream here in america so i i fully intend him to stay with new japan for a while uh before he even thinks about making that transition if he ever does because he's making good money doing what he's doing if you're asking my picks for the Royal Rumble, which I'm pretty sure you are right now. So I'm going to tell you this. For the men's side, I, I'm i saying Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura against AJ Styles at WrestleMania would be probably the six-star match that WWE has been wanting for a long time. I think it's going to be the it could be the one that rivals Omega Jericho because these two have had a history in Japan. They, they both are incredible performers. Put them in the ring. They have great chemistry. They know each other, and they can they can really work against each other. They've had matches in New Japan that were just great matches, and I think this will fully intend to steal the show at WrestleMania if they go that route. And if they go that route, they need to put the show on last because there is no way that you are going to be able to follow this. I mean, I, we all know Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are going on last at Mania, and this is supposed to be the another the another coronation ceremony for Roman Reigns to be the new Universal Champion. But I feel bad for them to have to follow AJ and Nakamura if they go that route. And I really hope they do go that route because Nakamura and AJ, from a business standpoint, would be worldwide news. It would be a big coup for overseas because there's never been a Japanese-born superstar that has main evented a WrestleMania. And him and AJ would be the perfect opponent. We've already been teased at the match and the, the anticipation and the fans love it. So why not just give us the match on the biggest stage of them all, at the granddaddy of them all, and make it be for the most prestigious belt in the game, for the biggest title in the game. If you're asking me the women's, um, it's going to be Ronda Rousey. If it isn't Ronda Rousey, it's going to be Asuka. It's, it's one of those two. I fully think they're going to go Ronda Rousey because I believe they can go Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair at Mania, Oscar. They can have Oscar take on whoever the Raw Women's Champion is at that time. Um, they can get there at Elimination Chamber or something like that. They don't need the Royal Rumble. Same with Raw. You don't need the Royal Rumble to get Roman Reigns to Brock Lesnar. You you have other ways of doing that. And if you're going to make a big splash with Ronda Rousey entering, why not have her win it? Why not have her challenge? the best female wrestler on the roster, Charlotte Flair, for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship at WrestleMania. And they could have a barn burner of a match. Charlotte can bring her to a great match. And I think if Ronda putting in the time and the work and the effort and the 110% she always does, I think they could have an incredible match. And I think it'll work. And so that's that's pretty much my pick for the Rumble. Um, if you guys have any differences, if I've left some people off, if you have some people that you wish were on the list, let me know. Tweet them at me. Use the hashtag RumblePicks uh, at NerdPoolPod. Follow me on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. Follow me on Twitch. It's NerdPoolGaming. I'm streaming now. I'm going to start doing live podcasts and stream on Twitch. 
Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love to all the chimichangas and tacos out there. Remember, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you get your fine podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for supporting. Go like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell your family. Tell somebody you hate. Just let them know about it. Let them know about the podcast. And thank you for helping me spread the word. So until next time, that's Nerdpool for this week. See ya. Yeah.